We're live and welcome everybody to Christianity A to Z. Uh, This is our podcast, weekly podcast that we're doing on Big Bible Doctrines. We've been working our way through the letters of the alphabet and we have come all the way to uh, V and we're going to be thinking about victory, Um, the doctrine of victory, being victorious as Christians. And uh, I'm here as ever with Ben Reid. Hello. And Pete Woodcock. Hello. Pastors at Cornerstone Church, and I'm Tom Sweetman. Um, CornerstoneChurchKingston.org is our church website, and you can find lots of other resources there, blogs, videos, sermons to download, social media and YouTube channels uh, also contains uh, that that stuff for you. So uh, here we are. We're going to um, 1 Corinthians 15. We are. uh, For, yeah, to dive in. Yeah, so Paul's been (coughs) writing about the resurrection of of the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and because of that he's risen from the dead... Uh, we will rise into this new kingdom, and he's there's just oh, it's just it's an amazing chapter, isn't it? Uh, and he's getting <coughs> uh, talking about um, the, the the new creation, and he says in verse uh, fifty four, I think we pick it up at um, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Here's our word. Uh, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, grave, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Mm. So he's talking about using the word victory, which we'll uh, explain, I guess, more in a minute. But the whole idea is that, you know, death isn't going to win. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? We're in an age where, you know, we're, we're talking about sort of global warming, and there's a lot of pessimism, isn't there? Mm. That, that something's going to creep up on us or is creeping up on us very fast, and there's 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 a little bit of hope mm. that we sort of hold on to that we can somehow rescue the world, but here it's saying from the Christian perspective there is utter complete. It's not just sort of dying out stuff. There is victory, mm. and even death mm. is gonna is conquered uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of that. Mm. What you do on this earth now, what you do with your life, isn't just sort of a meaningless winding down of self-indulgence, mm. but is absolutely for the Lord. You're on mm. the victory side. There's mm. sort of that stuff going on here, mm. isn't there? Yeah, and just, just inbuilt into the word victory is this idea of struggle and opposition and enemy, isn't there? So yeah. you wouldn't have the word victory if there was nothing to be victorious over. Mm. Um, and that is right here in this passage. So it's where o death is your victory uh, the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law so and um, paul is talking about the enemies that we have here um you know the wages of sin is death 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 has come to all we are all going to die uh, we have all sinned and therefore we all deserve to die um satan you know is the author of death and sin and lies and and so but and so there's, there's a real enemy that we're fighting against but in and through christ uh, we are going to be the champions, and we are going to we are going to win the victory through him. So, uh, built into the word is this idea of conflict and struggle, but mm. ultimate success in Christ. Yeah, um, yeah. Is what he's getting at. 
So, so we battle from from the ground of victory. Yeah, we don't battle from the ground. Yeah. that we've got to uh, try and uh, you know save the planet mm. or save ourselves or save people. Us, you know, it, it, it's it, we are victorious mm. in Christ, mm. and from that victorious place we mm. battle out. Mm. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna win. Yeah. We've won. We've won. Yeah. It's won. Yeah, it's yeah. a great motivation to keep going because mm. you're not therefore getting up in the morning to try and do something but you you get up and do it with the helmet of salvation already on your head mm. you you wear it with pride as you go to battle mm. i always thought that was quite a funny um picture that you are fighting with the helmet of salvation already on mm. so you're not fighting to be saved but you stick it on your head and i i imagine a big roman like one of those ones with the red plumes you know and you're sort of showing off to the enemy mm. um how wealthy and you know how strong you are um and that's what we wear as we go into battle, already mm. sort of fully clothed mm. in salvation. Mm. Yeah, and, and you've got this idea, haven't you, that Christ, you know, Christ is that saviour. He's won that victory. He is our representative. And, and, and there's a lot of us language, isn't there, here? You know, he gives us the victory through our Lord, therefore my dear brothers. So um, this is something that Jesus has done in history through his death and resurrection, but something we share in right now and will share in. And we, we get that idea, that concept of shared victory um, is written into our culture, isn't it? So we've just had the Olympics, um, you know, and... Uh, you know, when 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 a when a, a someone from Great Britain, wi- you know, wins a medal, um, and they come back home and they're wearing their gold medal, all the languages. Um, we never win medals in middle distance running. <laughs> we've won, lo- lo- you know, yeah. we, you know, it's it's like we've we, come we, forth on the on the on the table. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, even someone who's never set foot on an athletics track, yes, says, we've won medals in yeah. middle distance running. You know, <laughs> and so. Because the the even though the representative has done it for us, we celebrate as as part of their victory, and there's a sense in which we're sort of taken up in that victory with them, um, and every person resonates with this. These make the best fairy tales and the best stories, don't they? Um, you know, when there is an enemy in a mm. fallen world, and there's a band of brothers and sisters or a team and they go and they through struggle come to victory and Mm. then uh, the rest of the world is sharing in their triumph Mm. and it's just something that we is inescapable we love it in our sports and our stories and that's because it's all derived from what lewis called the true myth isn't it it's you know it's because that is the storyline of the universe that we can be part of And death is the, the biggest baddie, the best stories. So the Lord of the Rings wouldn't have been as interesting if it was like a just one orc somewhere that they were trying to topple. Mm. But it this Sauron, it's the big, he's the guy who's shrouding the Middle Earth in darkness. Mm. Um, so they're going for the, the, the big one. And death is the death is the, the final enemy, isn't it? I, I don't know who describes it as that. Mm. I can't remember who said it. Mm. Um, but it, it's the thing that in Genesis, when God said, don't eat, you know, don't eat of this tree otherwise you will die you will surely die it's the first enemy mm. sort of in the scriptures and it's the last enemy it's the biggest one um there's there's an expression that my spanish sort of great grandmother used to use <laughs> after she lived through the spanish civil war um in the middle of the century um which is uh, translated it means everything can be fixed um except death mm. and so if your house got bombed or if you um lost your job or you you know it's it's kind of like a chin up mate that's how the british would say it it'd be like you know carry on 
Mm. Um, keep calm and carry on. N- everything can be fixed. You can get your job back. You can re-sow your fields. You can build a new house. Except death. You can't fix death. Mm. And that was like, as long as someone hasn't died, you shouldn't be too upset. Mm. But death is the is the final problem. Mm. It's the big enemy. It's the Sauron. It's the thing. It's the final thing um, that we need defeating. Mm. Um, and I think we know that from our lives. Um, the, the, the saddest thing you can't come back from uh, in movies and stories um, and we know in our lives is is when people pass away mm. um, and it's a it's it's kind of the, the biggest grief really isn't it there's nothing mm. worse than than death mm. Mm. Um, and that's that's why uh, the gospel is such wonderful news mm. that this serpent crusher um, crushes sin and death mm. in in uh, Colossians um, uh, chapter um, where are we uh, it's actually chapter 1, I don't know, uh, it's uh, chapter 1 and verse 13. It says, for he, talking about Christ, um, for for Christ has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, so he's already rescued us, mm-hmm. so we're not in that dominion anymore. Yeah. Um, sorry, God has rescued us that, uh, from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light. We're already there, yep. yeah, uh, for... Um, the son he loves so um, uh, sorry of the son he loves I'm reading this really badly I'm going to start again for he that's God has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light of the son he loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins we are already redeemed we have forgiveness of sins we're in the kingdom of light and that's God doing that through his son the Lord Mm. Jesus Christ so that's our position our position is one of we're there Mm. and you again you see that in Ephesians uh, that we're, we're, we are raised in this, in this spiritual kingdom. We're there. We're in the place of victory mm. uh, already. Mm. And, and, you know, the, 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 you know, there's a, you know, at the end of 1 Corinthians, there are some really concrete applications of that victory. So because we are in the place of victory, he says, you know, a couple of things. Paul says, you know, therefore stand firm, let nothing move you. Yeah. Um, so there's one thing, it will produce a kind of a steadiness, you know, a, 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 we'll be resolved, we'll have mm. backbone, we'll have a purpose and be committed to it and we won't be swayed or disturbed um, in the world. And then he says, give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Mm. Um, so because you know you're on the winning side, you can just get out there and serve the Lord, you know, because you're not fighting for the victory. Mm. You, you've won the victory, so give yourself to the winning side, you know, may as well take as much ground as we can because we're, we're victors. Mm. And then he says, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So because we're on the winning side, even the smallest acts of service done in Christ's name is never going to be in vain. No. It will receive its proper reward. It will get its crown. It will be seen to have been the, the best and wisest thing to do. And so it, it produces a kind of mm. courageous, you know, single mindedness, doesn't it? Mm. Um, that we can give ourselves um, to the work of the winner. Uh, in in this life, so we don't just wait for the victory because of it. We it makes a difference now. Um, it's such a um, it's such an important doctrine this because it really does um, it really does define whether you will stand firm or not. I mean, if you're someone who constantly worries, am I saved? Um, am I doing enough? You know, oh, I keep slipping with this sin. Um, do do you get that you are rescued? You're not in the 
dominion of darkness anymore. You might fall because mm. sometimes we, we, we trip and we stumble, but we get up because mm. we fall in Graceland. Um, we're in the new kingdom. Um, you're a new creation. Mm. Do you understand that, that doctrine? Mm. How, could, how could a new creation find their way back to Satan? You won't. You, you're, you're raised with Christ. You're mm. seated in the heavenly realms with him. Mm. Um, so good barometer of how much do I understand this doctrine is am I easily moved? Mm. Do doubts come and sway me? Do I regularly um, worry about where I am? Am I saved? Does God love me? Does he know me? Mm. Um, do you get this doctrine? Such an important one to, to grasp, mm. um, at which will then make you effective. Like you say, if you're always worried about, am I saved? Am I, have I done enough? Have I mm. upset God? Is he going to cast me out? You won't then be thinking, how can I serve other people? How right. can I How can I encourage them? Um, mm. But we've, in the sermons recently, we've been talking about people who gushed because they're full, they're overflowing, and then they sort of open their eyes and fill other people up around them. Mm. Um, the, the sort of more confidently we understand and believe this doctrine the more we help others hmm. understand it and, and believe it. Hmm. Yeah, okay. well, I was, I was, I was thinking, um, that's absolutely right. Uh, we've got to, but it's victory in Christ, isn't it? And, and that's, so we, we're always looking at his victory, aren't we? Mm -hmm. So, so there'll be battles I lose. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but I've got to keep looking back to Christ. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm in Christ. Yes. And he, he didn't stop. He didn't fall. He didn't fall. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's the one that keeps me standing. And uh, it's yeah. That that yeah. That's really important. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. And I think that's how John. You know, that's interesting. That's how John seems to use it in one John, um, chapter five, um, because he says, "For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith." Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Um, so there, the word victory is linked to our faith in Christ, isn't it? That it is through believing that Jesus is the Son of God that we have our victory. So we're not to measure um, our victory by our own you know, achievements and works, but mm. we win by mm. trusting and remaining in, in the victory of Christ. Um, just linked on that then, let me let me put a question to you. Um, so sometimes we've talked about this victorious, triumphant life that we that we have in Christ. Um, but often, you know, when you look around the world and, and you think about the progress of the gospel in some of the in some countries, even our own country, you know, you think about um, periods of history where we enjoyed great revivals. Um, you know, now it feels like sometimes that the church is uh, shrinking and the people of God, you know, the gospel doesn't seem to be gaining much ground. Um, how do we reconcile that with this victory life? Because quite often, even in our own battles, and when we think about the progress of the gospel, it doesn't feel like victory. Mm. It, it can feel like defeat, being pushed back, back into your trenches, heads down, losing ground um so how do we reconcile this victory we have in christ with what we sometimes experience which doesn't feel like it thoughts on that well i wonder whether the reformers would look at us now and go wow what a vibrant and free church exists compared to them burning on their stakes so everything's relative isn't it um you know we, we, there's a great victory that the church has lasted this long and grown and um there are many, many more reformed Christians now than there were 500 years ago, for example. Um, so, you know, what are you comparing with? 
Um, but also, every single Christian is is an incredible victory. Um, we're dead in our sins. A Christian never accidentally stumbles or crawls their way back to God. So if anyone confesses Christ as Lord and believes in him, then what an incredible testimony that is. I know sometimes people wish they had an exciting testimony. Um, but, you know, w- what is a testimony other than God himself breathing life into you, giving you eyes to see uh, the risen Lord Jesus? Hmm. Um and so what a victory that is. Um, you know, that's, that's incredible. Why would you want more? <laughs> mm. if, you, if you were, you know, if you come across one Christian in this world, what a, what a victory that is. I think, uh, I think it's, yeah, absolutely. But I, think, um, I think this is faith, though, and trust, isn't it? So we look around, we see secularism sort of on the rise. We see... Um, you know, anti-Christian stuff really in our mm-hmm. country that used to used to you know praise Christian thinking and morality, and you know it's it's been twisted around. But you know, the, the book of Revelation is like this. They're they're not, you know, John who wrote Revelation knows that the the churches um, at the time that he was writing, and f- for us now, obviously, that there are monsters around. You know, he 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 talks about the monsters and describes the monsters. And the false trinities of you know politics and religion and uh, lust and that stuff that uh, unite against the church and and come with great powers against the church. But that's what the book of Revelation is. It's saying, look, in the end, uh, there is victory. That uh, there's well, the word is Nike, Nike or Nike. Um, you know, the tick mm. of Nike. I mean, they. They didn't make that up. Um, uh, that's the word that's used in Revelation. We're victorious. We tick. We win. Um, and uh, even though uh, there's monsters against the church uh, suppressing us and belittling us and mocking us and physically persecuting mm. us, uh, because Christ died and has risen again and is making His new kingdom, mm. uh, w- w- that is vic- there will be victory. Mm. Look, 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 look at the end. Mm. When you go to the end of Revelation, uh, you get uh, Babylon, which is powerful world. You know, stands for the world against the church, with all its glory and its glitter and its mm. um, trading and uh, ability to make money and create this amazing city of Babylon, Mm. uh, there's a funeral. Mm. And uh, the victorious saints are in the the, um, the, uh, feast of God. They're feasting while there's a funeral. Mm. Uh, They're looking on at the funeral. And and then you suddenly get the funeral is in the background, the smoke of Babylon going up. And they were claiming to be victorious because it goes in Revelation 18, Woe, woe, O great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Mm. So they thought they were the victorious ones. They had all the wealth and the glory and the clothes Mm. of victory. Yeah, scarlet standing for kings and power and all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Linen standing for victory. But in the end, they're burning in one hour. God, Christ comes. And then you've got the hallelujah that they're burning Mm. because we are now in in this this feast of God. Mm. So there's victory there. So the whole book of Revelation is showing us both the monsters that are mm. against us, both the battle that we have, um, but there is victory mm. in in the new creation, 
and uh, we're we're there. We're there. We're on that mm. side. Mm. So therefore, go into battle against the monster. Mm. Stand up with the scroll of the gospel. Mm. It says Revelation. Uh, 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 even though you're going to be devoured, mm. you devour the scroll and speak it out to a world that doesn't want to hear. Mm. But there will be conversions. He will build his kingdom. Uh, he'll use it through suffering mm. because it is that Nike tick. Mm. So the Christian symbol is a cross, of course, which is about suffering. But the Nike tick is a Christian symbol because as the part of the tick, you know, it goes down. If you can see a tick, it goes down onto the cross, down into suffering, and then rises into victory and mm. so comes up to the the top bit of the tick and that is that's the christian life we die to ourselves and rise again uh, we may die and suffer in this world but through the blood of the martyrs is resurrection power and and uh, the church will will never be defeated mm, mm. yeah yeah i don't know what the question was no no we well it's how do we <laughs> sort of think about this when in some places the gospel seems to be sort of losing ground or being defeated. I mean, I suppose another way is to, it's a caution against being, thinking that our own patch is the kingdom of God all Absolutely, the time, isn't yeah. it? Because God is always doing a trillion things around the world that we know nothing about. And, um, you know, you hear stories and reports from places like China and Iran and these other places where there are lots and lots of people becoming Christians and yeah. churches being more planted. Christians than the, uh, that live than people that live in our country. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And so you think, wow, that's that's incredible. And so we mustn't fall into the trap of measuring God's success. Mm. But 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 I think that the, just the, in the, Kingston. But the um, point I was know. making is that that the yeah. success comes through suffering. Yeah. So that's how God constantly works, isn't mm. it? The suffering of his people, mm. the death and then resurrection. Yeah. That's where victory is. That's yeah. the victory mark. That's the yeah. tick. And so And it's not that there won't be sort of what look like setbacks along the way, is there? So if you, if you think about Paul, you know, you know, he says at the end of his ministry, everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me. Yeah. So, it ha it, you know, we think of Jeremiah. Would you mm. call it a victorious ministry? Yes. Um, from one angle, no. Um, you know, because he's ended up basically probably sawn in two and no one's listened to anything he says. But, but yes, because God in his sovereignty has been working out his purposes and plans through the faithful ministry of Jeremiah. Yes. And in his sovereignty, he's got a million-year view Yes. And it will end in victory. And what looks like an apparent setback is only a means of achieving a greater victory through yeah. a difficulty and a suffering, isn't it? And well, that's so, why I like that expression, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Yeah. So they, the martyr is is being killed and he's spilling his blood, but that just uh, that just spurts out yeah. and grows a church. Yeah. And that's the history of Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 I mean, the biggest battle for us is not persecution and suffering so much, but it is ease and prosperity. Yeah. That's where we're really tested. Yeah. And do we go down the ease and prosperity route? Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. Which is Babylon, isn't it? Yeah. In their yeah. fine robes and their yeah. big tall buildings. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. So, that, okay. so that's good. So just another question that would be linked to that then, but perhaps is a bit more personal for people um so we thought a bit about the you know the progress of, of of the victory of christ in the world but so how would you how would you sort of counsel a, an individual 
brother or sister in the church who uh, from in, in one sense knows that they have the victory in Christ and but in their own lives they just have this persistent battle with sin and um, you know they, they keep losing they keep being defeated by it they keep struggling they don't feel like they're making any progress at all and sharing in any sort of victory mm. um, how would we apply this doctrine do you think to to a to a brother or sister like that what would we want them to know um about victory and their battles and so on any thoughts on that one um i'd say pretty much everything we've spoken about um that the victory is not dependent on their performance Hmm. but on their faith in jesus christ Hmm. so you would ask them do you believe in jesus christ uh if they say yes do you believe that he has paid the penalty for all your sins? And do you believe you're united with him? Uh, you're brought into this new kingdom. You're seated at the right hand of the Father with him. You will dwell with him in joy forever. If I say yes, um, then then the question becomes, right, now you need to apply that truth that you know to your situation daily hmm. because uh, temptations are going to come, doubts are going to come. You're going to start questioning things. You, you almost don't need to know any new information. Um, you just need to now preach to yourself when you wake up in the morning and and decide, do I believe this? Yes, okay, well, I'm going to live in light of it. Um, I'm going to interpret, they're going to be the lens. I'm going to put these gospel glasses on and everything I see in my life, I'm going to see through the lens of, of, of this gospel. Uh, so if I'm suffering, if I'm struggling with a sin... Uh, then I can fight it. I'm going to try and fight it. And if I fail, I know I'm, I'm raised with Christ. Mm-hmm. So um, if once you've taught someone this, they, they then need to take the responsibility and every day wake up and, and preach to themselves, yep. remind themselves of the truth. Am I going to walk in light of this today? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's so helpful. I love, um, uh, back into Colossians, but I I love this verse. I found this verse personally extremely helpful in Christian ministry and probably one of the most helpful verses for for sticking at at Christian ministry when you have sometimes, you know, great discouragements and so forth. And Paul is talking about teaching everyone in Christ and all of that. And then there's this verse at verse 29. He says, to this end, I labor. And that's a very strong word. That's That's a... that's the bloke digging the digging the road up, you know, sweating in the, uh, you know, it, it's it's hard graft, mm. it's cutting, it hurts. Um, uh, so f- for this end, I labour, and then I love this struggling with struggling again. That's another word for cutting and hurting, with all his energy, mm. which so powerfully works in me. So that now that. I'd struggled with that verse for a long time until I got it. And that is, it sounds ridiculous. If the power of God, who's powerfully working in me, surely life would be easy. Mm. And I'd skip through life and I wouldn't fear any battles and I would just walk through uh, life and it would be easy. But um, no, part of your battle and your struggle Mm. is showing that God is working in you. Uh, to victory mm. and so we we're we're resurrected for battle mm. we're not resurrected to sit back and do nothing yeah. mm. we're made alive in christ mm. and from that position as you've just said we now can battle mm. 
uh, before I was made alive in Christ, I just sat around allowing Satan to do what he wanted. Mm. Now there's a there's a battle going on. And I really love that verse because when someone's saying, oh, I'm struggling, you're saying, mm. well, great. Yeah. That's the power of God working in you. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, uh, because before your struggle, yeah. you would have sat and done nothing. Mm, absolutely. Um, so... I, I do love that. Mm. I do love mm. that. Yeah, and so that's that's really good, isn't it? Because it comes back to so if we think about that question of how to sort of pastor individuals and our own hearts on this, we we need to go back to define what the victory life actually means. Yeah, because if we think it means sinless perfection or um, increasing levels of comfort, then we will be discouraged, and we'll be discouraged because we've misunderstood what victory even means. So yeah. the definition is. You're raised with Christ, empowered by the Spirit of Christ, but you will, but it will be in the battle. You know, you yeah. will have a struggle. Now, and I think, sorry, yeah. we've got to be honest about the battle. Yeah. Um, again, Revelation is. There are monsters against us. There are organized religion against us. There's organized um, political mm. powers against us. There is the, 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 the fleshly nature within us mm. that we have to battle. And I think if we, so I do think some of our songs are a little trite. Mm. I think if they're just sort of, um, you know, life is easy, we're in Christ, la, 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 la. If it's that sort of song, <laughs> um, which I'm sure would go number <laughs> yeah. one in the Christian hit parade, um, then uh, 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 I, it's not real. Mm. I, 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 I remember doing a, I went to do a university um, uh, mission for a, a university not far away from here. And uh, they asked me to be evangelistic, to speak the gospel to non-Christian friends mm. that they were bringing. I went to this meeting. We had an hour of singing, mm. which I couldn't understand because uh, what did this have to do for the for the non-Christians that were there. We had an hour of singing, honestly, an hour of it. And all the songs were, um, we're powerful, we're, we're the children of God, we're victorious, mm. yeah. And then literally, the song before I st was to stand up, the president of the CU said, Pete, there's not a non-Christian here, they're all Christians. Do you want to change your talk? Mm. And I thought, well, you could have told me that a little bit earlier, but mm. fine. Mm. I stood up and I asked, okay, look, we've just had an hour of songs. Uh, they were two types of songs. One, I love Jesus. Mm. And two, we are in victory. Mm. We're, we're victorious. Yeah. Now, they're both right. But who invited a non-Christian here? Mm. No one. Mm. No one invited one. So who was nervous about inviting a non-Christian? Mm. Every hand went mm. up. I said, look, let's stop pretending. Mm. <laughs> One, it's not the, the emphasis is not I love Jesus, but Jesus loves you. That would be better. Get mm. that right. Yeah. The second thing is it would be better to say, Lord, I'm scared. I'm frightened. I'm useless. I'm nothing. But you are mm. the great one that's had victory over the death. Mm. You're the one that can instill a backbone in me. You, it's all about you, not about me. And therefore, help me now to go into the world and ask my friends to this service. Yeah. After that, I, I said, so look, let's stop pretending and singing these songs. These, these aren't helping us. Mm. The president didn't like my talk and wrote to me and asked me and I was banned from that university for a right. year yeah so you know let's stop pretending yeah there is a big battle there but the only way we can win it 
is in Christ mm. and keep looking to him. Mm. That's what I was trying to say. In yeah, that no, long... brilliant. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, okay, closing thoughts. We're about half an hour. Anything else to say? Things you feel we missed? Well, uh, read Revelation, more? look to yeah. the end, see w- what is coming. That is what Christ has bought for us. Uh, it's not, uh, it's not, um, you know, it's not, it, it, it's, it's not just a vague idea. Mm. There is new resurrection bodies yeah. that we will have. Uh, one day we won't be battling with sin and temptation because Christ has won that position yeah. for us. Everything we do won't be done from, you know, pride. So I have to battle with pride. I will deliberately, I will serve, you know, I will serve the Lord, not from pride, but no. just because, hey, look at this, Jesus. Look, it's fantastic what I've done for Jesus. And uh, there won't be any pride there. Uh, we're, we're going to this new creation, which is just, you know, a place where we will be wearing the white robes of victory. Mm. Yeah. And therefore, we can always give ourselves fully to yeah. the work of the Lord, can't yeah. we? In the meantime. Yeah. And, and, and sorry, and, and then if you take something like Luther on this, it means that you can get up and serve God, and okay, you will fail and sin, mm. but actually, don't worry too much about that because mm. that's all been sorted. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, that's the letter V, victory. Hope that was helpful for you. And uh, join us again next week where we'll be thinking about another big Bible doctrine. And as I said at the beginning, cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to go uh, for lots of other resources. 